I'm Emma, and this is the Creative Edition. Our mission is to inspire creatives to discover, grow, and own their brand. Today, I'm chatting about how I'm preparing for maternity leave as a full-time content creator, influencer, freelancer. One thing I feel like we can all benefit from is talking about how to prepare for a leave of absence as a creator or freelancer. Whether you want to plan a long vacation, a sabbatical, or you're expecting a child and you're planning for maternity leave, it can be helpful to create your plan ahead of time. So today, let's just jump into it. Here is how I'm preparing for maternity leave as a full-time content creator. So the first thing I want to talk about is finances. Finances is a big thing if you're thinking about taking time off, whether again, that's for maternity leave or you want to take a sabbatical from work. So one of the biggest ways I've planned for maternity leave is saving for my own personal maternity leave. So the U.S. doesn't have any federal laws regarding regarding paid maternity leave for parents. And so as a freelancer, I knew this was something that I needed to plan for. Many creatives and entrepreneurs, and even actually people who work for companies, don't provide any leave anyways. And a lot of us, including many influencers, have to figure out a way, figure out a way to financially plan through a period of not working while they are welcoming a new baby or child into their family. So personally, when I got laid off in 2020, I knew that Brandon and I would eventually want to start a family and that I'd be responsible for figuring out what my leave was going to look like. So in 2021 through 2022, I set a financial goal to save between three to four months of living expenses. Actually, I saved a little bit more. You know, I'm a bit financially cautious um, because I wanted to create my own maternity leave and beef up my financial safety net. So for me, I plan on taking time off this summer after having the baby. And I'm so grateful that I set myself up to financially do so. So my advice for any creatives or creators out there who want to start a family someday and are working for themselves right now is to start thinking about saving. Even if you aren't planning on having kids anytime soon, it's a great idea anyways to start automating your savings and putting away any amount of money into a maternity leave fund or an emergency fund if you don't have one yet. I recommend getting honest with yourself and laying out your living expenses, which could include your cost of mortgage, your rent, your monthly groceries, gas, bills, health insurance, etc., and multiplying it by the number of months that you want to take off. You might find that you need to save $3,000 per month or $9,000 for three months to cover your living expenses. If you want to put $9,000 away in an emergency or maternity fund in one year, you need to save $750 a month. So again, this number is going to look really different for where you live, what your goals are. Maybe for you, you really want to take six months off for your maternity leave, or you want the option to take nine months to a year off. And so that number is just going to look really different by person. And also the cost of living, right, of depending on where you live is also going to determine, 
you know, and influence what that number is that you want to save. And so here in the greater Seattle area, it's a pretty high cost of living. Um, I would say that like, you know, besides housing is quite expensive. Um, and there are ways to obviously save money and stuff, but I would also be mindful and like, think about the additional, you know, cost of a growing family and just like thinking about those, you know, initial costs that you maybe want to save in an extra thousand dollars a month or extra $500 a month, like whatever that looks like for you. It's all about your, you know, financial security and like what brings you peace. And for me, you guys, I actually had no idea that I was going to get pregnant as quickly as I did. So I'm really grateful that I saved way ahead of time prior to getting pregnant. All right, friends. So now we are going to kind of switch gears and talk about how I'm preparing for maternity leave and how I'm preparing the podcast. So currently with the Creative Edition podcast, I am bulk recording episodes, writing episode outlines, and also making sure that I have enough podcast guests hopefully through the end of August. I also plan to replay popular episodes the entire month of September. I actually have to talk to my podcast editor about this, but I think I'm going to come down to one podcast episode a week that goes live while I'm on maternity leave. Um, I'm actually shocked that I only have like at least while I'm recording at this time, eight to nine weeks until the baby is here. And even though that might sound like a lot, I know it's going to fly by and I don't know if I have the capacity, the time, the brain power to um, write, you know, that many podcast episodes and record them because currently again, still balancing, you know, content creation with life. And we're working on the nursery, getting our hall bathroom um, renovated. There's just a lot going on. And so my goal is to get my podcast um, episodes, um, with again, just doing one podcast episode a week through maternity leave, get it all done by the end of May, have everything recorded, organized in our Google folder, um, have my meeting with my podcast editor and make sure she is up to date and we have a plan. So I am not rushing in June to line up podcast episodes and guests and record. We actually just finished our birthing class and the nurse who was teaching the class was, you know, gently reminding us that sometimes babies love to show up early. And so do not actually bank that, you know, you'll go the full 40 week term. Sometimes babies come at 34 weeks, sometimes they come at 36 weeks. And so just want to make sure that I don't run into a situation where I'm not done lining things up and the baby comes. All right, friends. So now um, I'm going to chat about how I'm preparing Emma's edition for maternity leave. So one of the biggest things I've done with Emma's edition this spring is actually sign with a talent management company. That's right, friends. So for the very first time, I have a manager handling my brand campaigns. It has taken me a very long time to get to this point. Um, And again, if you listen to the podcast, you know that I have been self-represented for a very long time. I am that point of contact who corresponds with brands, reads the contracts, negotiates the rate, um, 
you know, really the account manager and managing that relationship from start to finish, as well as being the influencer who creates content for that brand campaign. And so with a baby coming this year, with me planning to be out all of summer for the most part, and with the intention to ease back into work during Q4, the busiest time of year for creators, I knew that I would need to outsource, you know, a piece of my business. And so um, I couldn't believe it. I feel like the stars aligned. Um, There is someone in the industry, um, you know, who I knew and I trusted. And I didn't realize that the talent management part of her company was actually growing. And it was something that, you know, they were actually looking to slowly bring on new creators for their part of the business. And so it ended up working out. We had a conversation, um, talked about what it would look like. And so I officially signed with them. I actually can't imagine yet how I'm going to feel with the baby and transitioning back to work in September. And I figured it's crazy because I feel like my brain has continued to get cloudier and cloudier um, as the baby continues to grow. And I know pregnancy brain, it just happens. And so I just wanted to set myself up for success by making sure I have a manager, um, you know, who knows me. We have our processes laid out prior to me going on maternity leave. Um, And then I also have that manager to respond to brand emails and inquiries while I'm out. And I have a manager to help me navigate those Q4 campaigns. And so, yeah, it's been a long time coming. I feel really good about it. I definitely wanted to make sure she was the right fit. Wanted to check in with my intuition. And so far, um, it's been good. We've signed one campaign um, with the help of the management company. Um, And yeah, I'm just excited that that piece of the business is going to be taken care of. So in addition to bringing on, you know, a talent agency for MS Edition, I'm also writing blog posts now to go live between now and when I leave for maternity leave. One thing I've been doing is making sure I'm writing SEO friendly posts and repurposing the travel content from last year. While I have all the images and places I want to feature, I still need to do the keyword research before writing these blog posts. And so still have a pretty extensive to-do list. I'm going to try to get through my list. And I think at this point, my idea of success is that if I write four or five more blog posts between now and going on maternity leave, I'm just going to count it as success. I have also one of the things that I didn't originally write in this outline about preparing for maternity leave. I have also intentionally really started to think about how I'm going to start scaling back what my days look like. I feel like I was already doing that, um, but just making sure that I have more space during the day to rest and relax because in my third trimester, um, I have had, I think I've had better energy than the first, but I'm definitely feeling a little bit more tired than my second trimester. And so, yeah, we'll see how I feel as I progress through this, you know, this trimester, but my, I'm hopeful. I'm, I'm really praying that my energy levels stay, stay up and stay consistent so I can get through and finish, you know, preparing for maternity for Emma's edition and the podcast. All right, friends, thank you so much for listening to this episode about preparing for maternity leave. It's 
a really unique one. I've never talked about this one before, but again, I think it's really helpful to think about because again, whether you're a photographer or maybe you're an interior designer, whatever you're doing, you if you're in a place where you're working for yourself and it's your goal someday to start a family and you want to take that extended time off, I would really encourage you to really reflect on like what what that's going to look like if you need to save, right? If you need to financially prepare for maternity leave, what your processes need to look like in your business. If you work with clients, right? on a day-to-day or month-to-month basis? Like, what does it look like to pause those working relationships? Like, do you need to bring or hire someone to continue those relationships? Do you need to hire an assistant to continue creating content or creating jewelry or, you know, finish out the projects that you've already contracted um, for your business? So I know it's a lot to think about, but I know you can do it. All right, friends, let me know if you have any more tips about preparing for maternity leave on Instagram and Instagram stories. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate, review, and recommend the podcast to a friend. If we haven't connected on Instagram yet, you can find us at MS Edition and at The Creative Edition. Sign up for our email newsletter and join our Facebook group, and we'll see you guys next time.